0: I'm <laughs> Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 27, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled "Greater Is Coming." Greater is coming for you. If you're born again, you're like, "Well, Rick, how can you say that? How can you say that with a certain level of uh, of confidence?" Well, because my confidence is in God. We serve a God who made plans for you from the foundations of the world, and Jeremiah tells us that these are good plans—plans to bless you, plans to give you a future and a hope. So if you would yield to those plans, greater is coming for you. This is part 55 of the series. This means that we're completing today 11 weeks of teaching just on this topic, studying the life of David. I've been flowing in the vein of faith and patience for a long time, uh, but now we're teaching on the life of David. This is part 55. Greater is coming, part 55. The title of today's message is, being out of place causes confusion. When you are out of position When you are out of place, you will be confused. You won't know what to do. Your life will lack the clarity that you require and that it deserves. Why? Because you're not in alignment with your divine assignment. So you don't know what to do. And you're being, sometimes it's because we're being hard headed, stiff necked. We are stubborn. We are pursuing selfish desires. And when you're outside of the will of God, you're going to have to pay for it. All right. So let's talk about it. First Samuel chapter 29 is what I'm going to cover today. So I'm going to cover the whole chapter, first Samuel chapter 29. uh, And let me explain what I mean. Here we go. So in yesterday's message, we saw how Saul was devastated when he went to Endor and he talked to the witch or the, the the psychic at Endor, right? And so we were there and he was like, he goes to this lady, the psychic. He was like, I need you to conjure up a spirit. I want to talk to the spirit of the dead. I want to talk to the prophet Samuel. And the, the, the psychic was like, no, we're not supposed to do that because King Saul has a ban on it. And And he's like, just like something out of the movies. He takes the, like out of Mission Impossible, he takes the mask off. He takes his disguise off. I am King Saul. I authorize you to do it. Conjure up this spirit. It's like, all right, fine. So she calls up the spirit of the prophet Samuel. He comes in and he's like, hey, I need to know what's going to happen tomorrow. He's like, oh, you want to know what's going to happen tomorrow? I'll tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. You're going to die. You and your sons are going to die. There's going to be this fight. God already gave your country, Israel, over to your successor, David. And And matter of fact, tomorrow, around this time, you and your sons are going to be with me in, in the realm of the dead. And Saul fell flat on his face like, oh my God. I mean, he asked for the answer. He got, what, he got the answer. It wasn't what he wanted. And so now, while he's still kind of like reeling from that news, it dawns on, head, on him that, hey, look, like we still got to fight tomorrow. Like, I mean, like the armies are forming, right? So, so he sets up camp. Uh, um, the Israeli army sets up camp by the spring of Jezreel and the Philistine army sets up camp over in a place called Aphek. And so there they were, right? Everything is like the, the stage is set. So while the Philistines are mustered in their camp and they're preparing and everything like for tomorrow, um, some of the Philistine commanders notice that David is coming with his men and David has like a whole battalion, 600 men. And he's coming with like a battalion of men and, um, and they're like, whoa, he's coming with the King Achish of Gath and they go to Achish and they were like, yo, what are these hebrews doing here and they could say oh no 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 this he's cool he's down this is david the servant of king Saul he's been with me for years and i've never found any fault in him right not even to this day but the philistine commander was like i don't care i mean are you crazy you got to send him back i'm not going to fight with him right they didn't trust him because the bible says that they remembered when the when the ladies were crying out, Saul has killed his thousands, but David tens of thousands. I was like, oh heck no, no. David killed David has been killing Philistines. For, no, no, he ain't going into fight. He's not going into battle with us. So there, David was. He was like stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? And so, so he he didn't fit in with Saul, right? And so he didn't want to be in Israel because of Saul, but then he didn't fit in with the Philistines either. And so now he's like, see, when you're out of place, you don't fit in. You don't even know what to do. Like, like you, you're not going to fit in. Why? Because you're not, you are not where you're supposed to be. So Akish said, David, come here for a minute. He was like, what? He was like, look, man, I swear by the Lord that I believe that you're a trustworthy ally. Like I really do. And I think that you should go with me into battle tomorrow. I've never found a single flaw with you. Don't you hate it when somebody starts a conversation like that and you know, it's coming, right? You know, a, butt is coming. Like they're they're going down this road. Oh, man, I love you, man. You've been awesome. But you know a butt is coming. So he goes through all this stuff and here comes the butt. He says, but the other Philistine rulers, they they, they, they don't want you in the battle. So I need you to not make a, a big issue about it. I need you to not make a stink over it. I just need you to go back. I need you to go back home. And David, the Bible says, was upset. Now, watch this. David, in his heart, knew that he really didn't want to fight the Israelites anyway, right? But he was upset, and this is why... See, when you're out of place, you make dumb decisions. You base your decisions off of dumb stuff. So now he's upset, and the Bible says... You know why he was upset? Because he has spent three days coming. So he was like, no, 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 hold on, hold on for a minute. I just spent... You know, we left our wives, we left our children in Ziklag. We've been walking for three days across the desert... Three long days. I got 600 men. We've been trekking across the desert for three days. We ready to fight now. Like, we invested now. And they, and and the king was like, no, man, look, I agree. You're like, you've never done anything wrong to me. I want you to fight with me, but I can't. So I need you to go back. As far as I'm concerned... It's like, you're the angel, you're a perfect angel from God, even though David had been lying to him. He said, listen, you're a perfect angel from God. It's just that the other guys, they don't like you and they're not going to let you fight with us. So please stop it tomorrow morning. Just get up and go home. I just need you to go back to Ziklag. And David was upset about it. Now he should have been thanking God. Thank you, Lord, that I don't have to fight against Israelites. But he see, when you're out of position, you're so confused. You don't even know what to be happy about, what to be sad about. And so he was like, boom, that's it. That's what will stop today. So what does this mean for you today? So you're like, okay, Rick, I got things to do today. Okay, I got you. I got you covered. I got four things to share with you in this morning. As I share these four things, I want you to rid yourself of all distractions. Four things. Number one, here we go. See, when you're out of position, you don't even know what to think. Now, think about this situation for a minute. David had been lying to King Achish for years. Oh yeah, I I killed Israelites today. Oh yeah, I I attacked Judah today. Oh yeah, I did. No, he had been lying for years, right? He had been living a lie uh, for years and he had never crossed this line. He had never killed the Israelite before, right? Thankfully, by the grace of God, he had never killed one of his own countrymen. Then when King Achish like basically backed him into a corner and said, hey, you got to go fight with us. He was like, oh, okay, I'll go fight with you right? He reluctantly went. And then all of a sudden the king is giving him an out. Hey man, the guys don't want you to be with us. Sorry. I need you to go home. Now, David should have been happy about that. It's like God was giving him an out, but instead of being happy, he was upset. You know why? Because he wasn't thinking clearly. You know why? Because he was out of position. See, this series is about walking with God for the long haul. Look at me. I'm talking about faith and patience. I'm talking about believing God for the things that God destined for you to have. And these are major things. I'm talking about major things. I'm not talking about something that's going to happen tomorrow. I'm talking about major things. And when God gives you a major promise, there's a space between the promise and the performance. And so in that space, that space could take weeks or months or years or decades right? So these are things that are not going to happen overnight. And so while you are believing God in the space between the promise and the performance, you have to remain in alignment with your divine assignment. You got to remain aligned with God. If you ever get out of alignment, the Holy Spirit is going to come and give you a course correction for you to get back. But, but if you stubbornly stay out of alignment, right? No. Whether you're being stiff-necked, hard-headed, you're pursuing selfish desires, you, you are rejecting God. If you ever do that, then you're going to be out of place, out of position. You're going to be around the wrong people. You're going to be hearing the wrong things. You're going to get the wrong advice and you will experience the wrong thing. You're going to experience uh, the wrong harvest and you're going to be so confused that when something happens, you won't know what to do. What do you? Something happens that you should be praising God for, you'll be upset about it. Something happens that that you should be uh, upset about and you're happy about. You won't even know what to do. You won't be able to make the right decisions. You're not getting the right input. You know why? Because you're out of place. And because you're out of place, you have no peace. You don't know what to do. It you can have a peace on the inside even when everything around you is going crazy, when you're in alignment with God, but when you're out of alignment, you don't, you're, you're so confused. You don't even know what to do. You you don't want to be out of position. Let me tell you something. You can either be out of position and be confused or you can be in alignment with God and have clarity, but the choice is yours. When you have clarity, let me say something about the clarity piece. If you do have clarity and you are aligned with God, I'm not saying just to be very clear about this. I'm not saying everything's going to be easy. Like you can be in the center of God's will and all hell can be breaking loose in your life. You can be in the center of God's will and it still be hard. So I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but. When you, are, when you know you're doing what God called you to do, and you know you're doing it because God said do it, then no matter how hard it is, you know you still have the grace for it, and you have a peace about it. You can have a peace on the inside no matter what's happening on the outside. That's what faith and patience is about. That's what this series is about. That's what learning to walk with God for the long haul is about. There are times and seasons. There are levels and stages, right? This is where you are now. This is where God called you to be. You live your life out in increments, in times, seasons, levels, stages, and throughout all of that, you got to remain in alignment with your divine assignment. Say amen to that. You got it? All right, number two. When you're out of place, you won't fit in because you don't belong there, right? And when you're out of place, you're not going to fit in. You know why you're not going to fit in? Because you don't belong. David should have never been connected to the Philistines, but since he connected himself to the Philistines, he never truly fit in. And the same is going to hold for you when you when you willfully place yourself around people that you're not supposed to be with, right? So if the Lord has called you to do something and you know it, but you choose to connect with a crowd that's heading in the opposite direction, then you're never going to fit in. You know why? Because you're going the wrong way. Now, the direction that they're headed in, to be clear, it may be okay for them. I'm not saying like, because some of this is not like a sin thing, it's just like, oh, it's a good thing, but if it's not a good thing for you, it's not a God thing. You can't just connect with every good thing because not everything that's good is good for you, right? And so at the end of the day, you could be with them and they may be okay, but you're not okay because you're out of alignment. You're headed in the wrong direction. God called you to do something different. This is why you got to know who you are. You got to know what God called you to do, and you got to submit to those plans and purposes, And so that way, you're not confused when somebody else says, girl, let me tell you, God told me to do this. You want to go with me? No. Why? Because God didn't call me to do that. I will celebrate you. I will support you. I will pray for you. Matter of fact, I might even write a check, but I'm not going to go somewhere that God didn't lead me to go because I know who I am and I know where I'm supposed to be going. Say amen to that. God will not allow you to get comfortable where you're not supposed to be. David never truly fit in with the Philistines and you're not going to fit in when you're outside of the will of God. You got it. All right. Number three, don't try to force yourself to fit in where you don't belong. Now, this is where, this is where some people just try to make it like, "Mm," they try to force themselves. David was arguing with Achish, (laughs) upset about the fact that he wasn't going to be allowed to kill his own people. So, I mean, like, Come on now, how stupid is this? Deep down inside, he knew he was not supposed to do that anyway. But he was arguing with King Akish to do it. Why? Because he was out of position. He was confused. David was upset when he and his men could not fight. You know why? Over something dumb. You know why? Oh, well, we've been walking for three days. Really? So now just because you've been walking for three days, that justifies doing the wrong thing? God has given you an out. No amount. Look at me. Let me say this very clearly no amount, he had invested three days. So what? No amount of investment can make the wrong thing the right thing. Let me say that again. You can invest all you want, but no amount of investment can make the wrong thing the right thing. If it's the wrong thing, it's the wrong thing. I don't care how much you've invested into it. Repent and move on. And the church said, amen. See, don't try to force yourself into a situation that you're not supposed to be in. I can tell you from experience that if you stubbornly try to force yourself into something that God is not in, then sin is going to take you further than you wanted to go, and it's going to cost you more than you wanted to pay, so you don't want to go there, <laughs> right? Life is much easier when, you're, when you know who you are in Christ, when you accept your divine identity, and you refuse to be anyone else. Living this way, the Holy Spirit will make it clear where you fit in and where you don't fit in. See, just as long as you agree with the Holy Spirit and you don't stubbornly try to make something happen that God is not telling you to to do, and you just avoid where He's telling you not to go and you're led where He's telling you to go, then you'll be just fine. But to be clear, once you're born again, you can actually be born again. Let, let Let me make sure I make this point clear as I close out the third point. You can be born again and outside of the will of God, right? You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and be stubborn and stiff-necked and hard-headed and refuse God. The Holy Spirit can be telling you go this way and you can choose not to. That's why the Bible tells us to die to self. We must die to self, yield to him so that we can have the clarity we need and we can make good decisions. What, what's going to happen next in this story, and we'll probably deal with this tomorrow or the next day, the next thing that happened in the story of David's life is one of the worst things that happened in his life. You know why? Because he was out of place and he was making bad decisions. And that's what's going to happen to you. You'll be confused and you'll make bad decisions when you're out of position. All right, number four, and finally, last point for today. Thank God for all the times. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord, for all the times that He kept you from doing something you never should have been doing, right? I mean, so so the Bible here we have the Lord basically stepping in and saying, No, 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 no. I'm not gonna let David shed his Israeli blood. Uh, Even though all the mistakes that David made, he had never killed one Israelite. So he was like, No, I'm not killing my own people. And even though he was this close to doing it, God stepped in and made a way of escape. God will step in for you and open a door for you to get out of a situation, even when you don't know that He's the one that's opening the door for you. And sometimes you're upset about it. And sometimes you're like, No, I really wanted to do that. And then later, the Holy Spirit reminds you, Dude, you were, are you crazy? Like, I kept you from doing that. The thing that you wanted was outside of my will, and I made a way for you to get out. And although you was upset about it, although you was upset that you couldn't go into that business deal, you, you were upset that, no, it's like, mm, no matter how hard I tried, this business didn't work out. No matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get into that school. No matter how hard I tried, I, it, this relationship just didn't work out. And I really wanted to marry him, or I really wanted to marry her. And then years later, you look back, and you say, thank you, Jesus. Hey, glory. Like, you know what I'm saying? Thank God for all the times that he kept you from making a mistake. Thank thank God for all the times that he kept you from doing the wrong thing. And he did it by his grace. And it was unearned. And it was undeserved. You didn't ask for it. You actually wanted something else. But God kept you from doing it because he loves you. And the church said, amen. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, you made plans for me. From the foundations of the world. You call me from my mother's womb. You destined me for my purpose. I am determined to find, follow, and finish my purpose before I die. Now, in this season, you have a special place for me. You know where I'm supposed to be, and you know what I'm supposed to be doing. My actions in this season will take me incrementally closer to your overall expected end for my life. So I submit to your plans and purposes. I humble myself before you. I make time to hear from you. I attune my heart to your spirit. Now, you confirm me when I am in alignment with your purpose. And you convict me when I am not. You let me know when I'm out of place. And when I am, you refuse to allow me to fit in with the wrong crowd. Even if I try to fit in, (laughs) I'm never able to because I'm out of place. So I declare by faith that if I'm ever out of position, you convict me of my righteousness and you lead me out. Thank you, Father, for correcting me when I'm headed the wrong way. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, why not get my notes for free? Go to today'sword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, go into this day. You don't want to be confused. When you're out of place, you're going to be confused. You won't know what to do. But when you're in alignment, now, it may not be easy, but at least you'll know what to do. It may not be easy, but at least you know the grace of God is on you. It may be harder than you my God, this is harder than I've ever thought it was going to be. Okay, God is still with you. God's got you. You are right where you're supposed to be. It doesn't have to be easy. God's grace is on you to do what you cannot do without him. He has empowered you to do it. You can still have peace. You can still sleep well at night because God is on you and in you and with you and for you. But when you're out of place, oh no, you don't want to be there. So listen, if this message has been a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. I read every comment and then share this message right now. Share it. You know, this is something people need to hear. Share this message. And this may be one that you want to listen to again. Listen to it again while you're walking or whatever in your car. You got to get this down in your spirit. When you're out of place, it leads to confusion. When you're in place, it leads to clarity. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.